0: Hi everyone, thanks for joining us for this series of iDUG podcasts where we speak to some great people in the DB2 community. I'm Marcus Davidge
1: and I'm Julia Carter and we represent the iDUG content committee. We hope you enjoy today's edition.
0: So Julia and I are fresh from iDUG, which was last week. In I'm but- not sure
1: I'm fresh to be honest <laughs> Yeah. It was quite a week wasn't it?
0: It was a, it was a tiring week but it was great. I uh, <laughs> really enjoyed it some great sessions. Uh but I really really enjoyed um that girl from Broadcom, Julia Carter talking about logging. She was great, very clear, concise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you're funny. Thank you. <laughs> Did you have any favorite sessions though? I had I had um, a few, but I'm interested to hear what you enjoyed listening to.
0: I had a few. Um, I think Hawkins' first presentation on DB2, past, present, and future, yes. I did, particularly towards the end, he talked about the management of implicit table spaces, because mm-hmm. everybody who's worth their salt in DBA worlds uh, would know that you've got uh, a logical schema and you've got a physical schema, or logical design and a physical design, and the DBAs have got their hands on the physical design. They know what the tablespace names are called. They know how big they are, what the parameters are, which buffer pools they're in. And the developers, well, we just leave the tables up to them. Yeah. They they know what the, what's in the tables because you know, that's the business side. But the techie side, leave that to the DBAs. But when you, a lot of your tools now are creating tablespaces implicitly, when you create a table, particularly with other objects like lobs or XML table spaces, uh, you've got no handle on the number of table spaces that are being created or uh, data sets that are being created. So how do you keep a handle on it? So the first thing that came to my mind was, ah, profiles. (laughs) You could specify a profile in the table syntax, create table syntax, to say, I want to use this profile to create a table space. Mm. So I went to Hawken afterwards. I said, so how are you going to do this? And he said, oh, we're going to use profiles. I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was one of my favourites. But you? you, you go next.
1: Um, I really liked Leo from Rabobunk's um, session on the biggest reel they were doing a conversion from partitioned by range um but absolute page numbering to relative page numbering and yep. it was i mean it was just so interesting and so many things that they had to think about and test and from i mean it's so good hearing about it from a user's perspective which we don't always hear when we we have the great speakers from from ibm and you know broadcom and bmc and the other vendors are great speakers but actually hearing from the users is where we really hear about the trials the tribulations and the successes and that was just such a great story where i think it took them eight days to complete a reorg to do this conversion but they did it it worked and i think lots of people can take inspiration and also the actual jobs that they ran to help them to do their their own massive conversions because people have to do them now. It, there's some things that we can't get away from, and converting big tables or reorging big tables to to materialize changes is something we're all going to have to do.
0: Yeah, looking back, uh, that I think that was one of the presentations I wish I'd seen because I was at another one doing that one, uh, but I've heard about it and. Leo was at another session later on that I was at, and he mentioned that, um, yeah, it, users is where the cutting edge, or users are where the cutting edge are in yeah. uh, the use of DB2, and it's their presentations at iDUG and user groups that are so important.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And I personally, um, I know it's not relevant to this current iDUG, but I did my first iDUG presentation in a long time ago but it was on it was also on something that I had lived through I'd you know I'd lost a lot of um, blood sweat and tears over this thing and it meant that my iDug presentation was something that I could easily talk about my experiences were very real I didn't have to make anything up. I didn't have to do loads of research. I could just talk about something that I'd lived through. And I think that was, I mean, it was my first presentation. And I think it was probably my best because it was something that I was also quite passionate about, just because it'd been such a big part of my life for a long time living it. So yeah, definitely, if you've got experiences, then please share them with (laughs) with us, because we love to hear about them.
0: And wasn't that Presentation didn't that get you in the top 10 best speakers?
1: It might have done, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I and that's never happened that. since, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, definitely, I peaked too soon, but there we go. <laughs>
0: Oh no, no, no,
1: no, no. I also really <laughs> loved the expert panel where we oh. have we have um some independent and also some vendors that are sitting on a panel in front of everyone and just answering the questions that the crowd throws at them or that have been submitted in advance. And yeah. it's so much fun, it's hilarious, and it's just brilliant to have that, that that interaction with these this set of experts who who bounce off each other as well. And it was just I love the expert panel. I think we could have one every day of iDUG and still not get through all of the questions. And they would probably still be packed every day.
0: Yeah, I'm really glad you said that after I declined uh, to sit on the expert panel because I just thought <laughs> I wasn't expert enough. After uh, Stephen, the CPC president, asked me, would you sit on the panel? I said, no, no, I'm not an expert. I'll ask Frank. <laughs> so uh, Frank Rose from BMC said, took that position yeah i love i love the expert panels
1: yeah you you, you
0: get to hear you know directly from um, the horse's mouth what the yeah, and
1: uh, they can't get away with the difficult questions either can they no they have to provide an answer however difficult and however uncomfortable they might be feeling about it <laughs> they have to give an answer so I would definitely recommend that to to anybody going to iDoc is to, to go to the expert panel
0: and if anybody didn't go to Dan Luxatich's presentation then please listen to his podcast because uh, a lot of it was I wouldn't say repeated but he did use some stories in his presentation that he used in our podcast so uh, check it out on DB2 Table Talk. (laughs) Um, One of the good things I noticed this year in IDUG was there's so many first-timers yeah so I think
1: maybe 10%
0: yeah there were 10% of the attendees at IDUG this year with first-timers and so we've got a couple of interviews with some of the first-timers to see what their th- their thoughts were on attending iDUG. So we are here at iDUG Amir in Prague and we have some two first-timers with us. So would you like to introduce
2: yourselves? Okay, then i will start. Uh, my name is Hendrik, and i um, I'm a first-time attendee at IDAC, uh, I work as a System Programmer uh, for DB2, for ZOS. Um, I'm at my fifth year at a DATEV company at a System Programmer, so I'm really new to the mainframe and I enjoy it.
3: Okay, yeah. I'm uh, Lukas, I'm also a first-time attendee at IDAC and I also work as a System Programmer at uh, DATEV. Um, I'm not quite a full year mm-hmm. at my job but before that I was uh, working part-time as a, a student mm-hmm. so oh, I have great. a few years of part-time experience with a DB2 on ZOS on and now close to a year full-time.
1: Brilliant! Excellent. Well it's good to have you at iDUG uh, it's nice to see fresh faces, and I mean, you're saying five years in in the job in lots of industries. That would be a lot of experience, and you'd be very senior. But how do you feel with five years' experience? Do you do you feel like you know ten percent, fifty percent of of what you need to know?
2: Mm, so, I think the more I know, I think uh, that. I know yeah. nearly nothing because <laughs> that's like doors. You open one door and you see three more doors behind yeah. the door. But um, yes, that's our, uh, a gaining learning curse, yeah. so yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not a professional, but um, yes, uh, some, uh, the IDAC helps me to recapitalize my, my knowledge and to improve my knowledge. And I'm not a professional, but an intermediate, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. I would, I would agree with that as well because you've got lots of experience from day to day work and probably lots of changes and DB2 upgrades, maintenance.
2: Yes, because but there are so uh, special parts. For example, I'm not a DBA. Um, I'm responsible for um, SMPE installation and for tools, and yeah, there are some some spots which I don't know, Mm. um, which I want to improve, for example, some some special system programmer knowledge, uh, for example, assembler, uh, (laughs) something like that.
3: We had some assembler courses. Oh, have you? Yes. Was
1: that through your job?
3: Yes. Brilliant. Yes. How did you find that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hardcore.
3: Interest. Hard, hardcore. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Brilliant. You, you really got to get your head into it. Yeah. 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 Registry managing yeah. is
2: kind of hard. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's I've, not. It's not easy.
1: Have you been tempted to do any of the certification here? Uh
2: unfortunately, <laughs> we, we, we tried. yeah we tried but. Uh, we need two percent to achieve, but we we do not prepare. Yeah, so, it's, it's really it's, there were, there it's were,
1: quite a tough exam. Yeah, there <laughs> were some
2: DBA question, and we, we uh, DBA work is not our daily business. Yeah. 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 So for so store procedures, and functions very, very we use simple, them. Heavy. Yes. Yeah. So, but, uh, so theory. far, so far, how how have you
0: found the Iden conference? What have been your best, your favorite sessions? I didn't
3: really know what to expect because I, I knew the topics for, for the lectures, but I expected more of the typical corporate marketing mumbo jumbo, like trying to sell stuff. But it was much more like technical and experience-based. Like, uh, for example, the the um, John Tiersten, the, the the Ansible lecture was very. I tried this for automating that and that how it went that were the problems that I experienced that was like really like basically a le- a real lecture to mm. so you could learn not he didn't try to not sell to anything sell yet. Yet. Yeah. No, that absolutely. was really great and that's like basically all the lectures and yeah that was like unexpectedly great
1: brilliant
0: that's really cool yeah. so if you wanted to encourage other people like newcomers up into your company to come to IDO what would you say? Mm,
3: that you do need quite a bit of Background knowledge, like if you're starting like one or two months ago, I wouldn't recommend it because many lectures are very okay. What's actually happening in the industry? So you you, you you, need to know what are microservices or like you basically have like at least a pretty big basic understanding of DB2 and ZOS also. So have
1: you attended many of the beginner sessions? Have you found these useful? And have you found that they are real beginner sessions or have they still assumed that you need to know quite a lot?
2: Yeah, um, no, I think uh, in my opinion these are uh, beginner sessions. Um, I think you hold a session about logging. logging. So yeah. it was very, very good, I think, because it was in one hour you, you get so much points about uh, 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 logging. Um, so. I liked it, and it's very good for beginners, I think, but of course you have to have uh, some... You still
1: need to know something.
2: Knowledge, yeah. Yeah. Without knowledge, it it isn't possible, but I think if you are a developer, you have to have knowledge or a system programmer, so... But if you are a beginner, come to IDAC, because I think if you have questions and you have uh, issues with, for example, monitoring or uh, performance. Um, they're really good speakers, and you get uh, in touch with other people and you can increase your knowledge.
1: Yeah. And how have you perfect. found the, the networking in between the sessions? Have you, have you had a chance to speak to people and, and ask questions when you've, when you've got them? Have you found that easy?
3: Yeah, or have you just
1: enjoyed the the food and the drink <laughs> and know, the parties. <laughs>
3: both, <laughs> but uh, we 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 know most of the the exhibition uh, uh, people there. The vendors, from, yeah, yeah, the vendors, like mm-hmm. from from, from or from from uh, SEG.
1: Yeah,
3: and so we. Regularly talk to some of them, so it was quite easy. to yeah. just come so up a and talk. Familiar yeah. faces yeah. or
1: names, at least, that you, you've spoken to people in over WebEx but, or
2: Zoom or yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I met some other not vendors, so customers. Yeah, uh, and I recognize that our company uh, is in a yeah, good situation, for example, with DDF workload and uh, monitoring ddf workload and then you get in touch with each other and can say hey for example use this smf uh, extraction tool or you look at this if kit so i think it's very good to connect with other customers because maybe they have problems or, or they do analyzing for example high performance debuts or something like that and you think about that and say okay that's cool but what's the problems about it so I think that's really nice so get in touch with each other
1: yeah that's brilliant and have you met any many other first-time attendees and had any any chats with them or would you like to
3: Mm I didn't particularly talk to any other first-time attendee other than our own yeah so
1: Would you like didn't to? Didn't really think about that. If there, if there was maybe a, an IDUG reception for first-time attendees or for beginners in the field, would you be interested in in that sort of thing to just meet other people that are in a similar position to you?
3: Hmm. Yeah. Probably to like um, talk about how how it was for them getting into the industry. Mm. Yes, yeah. probably different in other companies than those. and malls
2: and maybe for connecting uh, for for courses because uh, db2 for cos courses there is not so much than 20 years ago maybe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be a nice uh, possibility um, if you can connect for example international um, then you can look up for some instructor-led courses or online courses or something like that, that would be great opportunity, yeah. I think.
3: Most courses don't like come into existence because the attendee number is too low, yes. Yes. so if we could organize, even internationally,
1: hmm. it would yeah. probably sure. help, That's yeah. A great idea. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you thought it might be a good idea just to get networking, to get, so get you to meet other people in the same level yeah and then as you go through then you still keep in touch and then you meet each other Mm -hmm. at subsequent conferences and sort of building a community which is
3: really what we're about
1: yeah
3: it's really great like talking to another company and okay for this use case they use that tool we use this tool what are the differences Mm. strengths and weaknesses of each tool
1: Yeah. Excellent. just finding more people to have a beer with at the end of the day. <laughs> well, Prague is especially good for uh, that. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it really is.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we at data we have uh, our own Z-Talents community. Oh, so wow. maybe this uh, would be a nice thing to, to think about it, to make it bigger, so internationally connect to other uh, set talents, maybe we can do it at IDAC next year or something like that.
1: Absolutely. Good idea. Yeah, let's try and do that.
0: (laughs) Great. Well, it's been great talking to you guys. Thank you very much for your time. And uh, we hope you'll see you again at future IDACs. Of course.
1: And speaking, hopefully, in the future as well.
0: Maybe.
2: (laughs) Maybe in a few years of experience.
0: So I've got Naina with me. Uh, she works for BMC and this is her first time at IDUG. So Naina, tell me a little bit about yourself and your experience at IDAG.
4: Yeah. Hi, I'm Naina from Pune, India. I'm working as a DB2 developer for one of the product of BMC softwares. This is me attending my first IDUG conference in the beautiful city of Czech Republic, Prague. So it was such a great pleasure to attend and network with champions and IDUG EMEA 2023. It is an inspiring session, a four-day session uh, filled with talks around DB2 version t- 13, AI for DB2, SQL, data insights, utilities, and much more. I would like to thank BMC Softwares for giving me such a great opportunity to meet and interact with bright individuals from big logos coming here across the globe. Also, I would like to appreciate um, to provide IDUG for such such a great platform to share, grow and explore. I am thrilled to attend the sessions presented by different speakers, had a great learning experience and witnessed the innovation with the field in the field of DB2. Uh, some of my favorite sessions over here are all the keynote sessions. Then uh, DB2 for ZOS utilities, what's new? Uh, the third one is DB2 for ZOS past, present and future. And query query optimization so here i heard about roberts speaking about one of the new feature which i have worked along with my team and i'm really glad that i was a part of it i'm looking forward for upcoming sessions and definitely to attend the next IDUG conference thank you
0: thank you very much Uh, another thing about IDUG is just the networking yeah you've got receptions there's coffee breaks there's lunch breaks and you get to mingle with People who are in exactly the same boat as yourself, they're using DB2 day in, day out. They've got experiences that you could learn from. They're from all over Europe and some Americans have come over to speak. And you you get to have a different perspective on what you use every day. And I think that's invaluable.
1: It absolutely is. And the other thing is that everybody there is there because they want to be part of the community so it doesn't matter if you've never met someone before you can just go up to them and start talking to them and all of a sudden you've got yourself a new friend and potentially a new future colleague you never know um but people that will be there to help you and to and you will help them as well i'm sure but it's just a brilliant community and it's so nice to be part of it and it's great to have spoken to some of the the first timers here and i really hope that we see them again and more
0: yeah me too And not just IDUG, but all over the world, there are regional DB2 user groups. I know we've got one running in two weeks in the GSE UK conference. We've got a DB2 stream uh, that are user groups all over the world, wherever there's a DB2 running. So I would recommend all our listeners, get yourself plugged into a regional user group, IDUG user group, GSE user group, and share your experience because that's where we learn.
1: And one of the first people that we spoke to on our podcast said to us that the more you give to your community, the more you get back. And that is so true. And I think um, that everyone can take something, uh, but everyone can also give something to the community.
0: Absolutely. You heard it here first and you heard it here second. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Julia.
1: Good to talk to you, Marcus. See you soon. Visit idug.org for the latest DB2 community news news information about events and all of our technical content.
4: Tune in again soon for the next podcast at idog.org forward slash podcast.